On Sunday, January 29th, Cole Sports will present the event to end all events. The event that is most important to not miss. Cole Sports will proudly present the Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. On ColeSports.com. Welcome to Gold Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to dig deep into and review the wildcard round of the NFL playoffs. We are also going to touch on the college football playoff national championship. And we're going to put a worthy subject, a good one. I may add, upon further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Houston. So for all of you who just simply were selling the Texan short, I just cannot believe that you would want to put or promote a team that was starting a rookie quarterback for the very first time in NFL and to make his start in a playoff game. On the road, I may add, it makes me scratch my head. So, of course, as you all know, the number one defense decided to curtail the efforts of said offense of the Raiders with said rookie starting, which is kind of cook, to the tune of three sacks and three picks in the 27 to 14 victory in NRG Stadium in Houston. What I saw was what I thought I was going to see, uh, uh, an efficient offense from the Texans, a defense of the tech in the Texans that was going to pressure the Raiders offense into really gripping and doing things out of the ordinary, such as backwards passes. And of course, being without the starting left tackle, Donald Penn and starting quarterback, Derek Carr, uh, any, any offense would be behind the eight ball without the two linchpins, basically, of their unit. So I wasn't surprised in seeing the Texans actually take care of business. And I really wasn't surprised as to the, I won't say ineptitude, but as to the deflated nature that the Raiders simply had. I was more surprised that they didn't lean on Latavius Murray more. That was really where I was surprised because I figured you're starting a rookie quarterback on the road in the playoffs. Well, that means you'll have to lean a little heavier on the running game. You know, But that didn't happen. Congratulations to the Texans. They now advance to play the Patriots in a divisional round this Saturday. Yay. Dateline, Seattle. From one game that went exactly as planned to another game that went exactly as planned. The Lions with the good offensive line, the talented players around them for receivers and tight ends, the quarterback that's come of age, and a defense that's, uh, <laughs> but coming on. But there was still one ingredient missing. And that one ingredient turned out to be their demise, which was no running game for the Lions. So as the Seahawks systematically destroyed them on national TV, what emerged was actually a running game from the Seahawks, which was missing all year long in the form of one Thomas Rawls. Now, this was why the Seahawks were was willing to actually say goodbye to Lynch, because they saw the promise of this guy. And unfortunately, he went out with an injury last year and really didn't heal up well enough to do much damage at all until just now 
So now he finally has his legs under him and he ran for 160 yards. Whenever you have a defensive team with a running back that's really ready to just chump up yards and grind up time, that's when you know you have a team that is willing to go very far. Now, how far will they go? The Seahawks will be tested in the first game this Saturday in Atlanta, the Georgia Dome, the very last Georgia Dome game possibly ever played between the Seahawks and the Falcons. Lions, y'all did great. The D, celebrate them. They really, really showed out this year. And if they really do tighten up that running game and get a couple of defensive pieces, they actually might challenge for the NFC North Championship for real and not try to back into a title from a weaker or weekend division. Dateline, Pittsburgh. Well, the Steelers won 30-12 to 12 over the Dolphins. Dolphins had a really good year. Uh, they did as well as they could. They made the tactical mistake of only giving Ajayi the ball less than 15 times. And that pretty much was the game. And you add two 50-yard-plus touchdown receptions from Brown. And that pretty much was the game itself right there. So the game was over in the middle of the first quarter. So Seals will they'll advance and they'll play the, the Chiefs on Sunday. That wasn't really the story. The story, unfortunately, was the linebackers coach of the Steelers, Joey Porter, getting in trouble and getting arrested. That was the story. And I really group it under the title of Joey being Joey. Yes, this is the same guy in the same spot last year. Didn't get into legal trouble, but he did stir up some controversy by stepping onto the field. And before doing so, probably talked to one of the staff members and said, I bet you I can draw another 15 yard personal foul on sportsmanlike kind of penalty on the Bengals. Went outward, jawed with Adam Pacman Jones. And wouldn't you know it? A penalty was flagged. This is Joey being Joey. And this incident is Joey being Joey. But knowing how the Steelers organization is, they normally don't let things like this bother them. They normally rise above the fray and they go about business. Let's see if they do the same in this instance. Dateline Green Bay. So the game that everybody wanted to see, the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers, the late Sunday kickoff, this was supposed to be the start of the New York Giants' ascent. Their improbable, implausible, unconscionable playoff run in January. The playoff Eli was to be born, born, born. And the Giants would run roughshod over everybody. But the problem is the Giants don't run at all. So there you go. For people who were thinking that we were going to see the Giants pull off the same thing in 2017 as they did in 2008 and 2012, pump the brakes and hold your horses. And I knew that coming in, that if you don't have a running game in January, you're sunk. The Giants don't have a running game coming into January. And in the second half, they were sunk. And even with getting after Rodgers, putting him on the turf a few times, they still could not stop him. To the point where Rodgers completed a Hail Mary pass to Randall Cobb, catching it at the very back end of the end zone. The Packers are just running 
they're running on the power of Aaron Rodgers. That's really the best way I can put it. Now, I'll go into depth as to what I think the chances are going forward later. Actually, probably in the next episode. But with this episode now, I will say for this reason, the Packers should be feared because they really could have taken a game like this against the Giants and really have not shown up. But they put the throttle on the floor in the second half and they pulled away. Packers may have some things to say when they go to Arlington next Sunday to face off against the Cowboys. We'll see how it goes. Coming up, we're going to celebrate the 2016 National Championship game. And later, we're going to put a wonderful subject on the further review. We'll be right back. Right, my co-sports VIPs, why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours today, right now, for free, for free, 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 free. All you have to do is go into ColdSports.com and get your copy. Let me say that again. All right, my co-sports VIPs, why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours today for free, for free, for free, for what? For free, for what? For free. All you have to do is go into ColdSports.com and get your copy. So what are you waiting on? Go get it! Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com. Cold Sports available on social media outlets everywhere and Cold Sports with a Z.com. Welcome back to Cold Sports. I am Cole Johnson. And with this segment, I will begin with one of the key phrases I have heard from who I would call my favorite wrestler of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair. He would always say, quote, to beat a man, woo! you got to beat the man. Close quote. Well, in the 2016 college football playoff national championship university of alabama was the man and clemson was the university to try to beat the man and who would have thought we were going to see an instant classic last year's game was really good it really was good it was a state of a team that ran out of time more so than the tide actually being 
head and shoulders better. They were better. They were the better team that night. You just got the sense that all Clemson needed was another 10 minutes, and they probably would have beaten the Tide. Well, this year, it looks like the game last year was the same script they followed this year for the exception of Clemson shaving off those 10 minutes, literally. The game came down to a pick play, a touchdown pass from Watson to Renfro from the Alabama two with one second to go in the game. It gets no closer than that. One second left. It's just amazing just to think that they executed that last drive. They could have kicked a field goal. I mean, they were only down 31-28. They could have kicked a field goal and would have trusted themselves in basically trying to be mano-e-mano, which is the incorrect saying. You know, have them trust man versus man in overtime. But Swinney, the head coach, Dabble Swinney, trusted his team to actually take care of business in regulation, and they didn't want to trust overtime. And they probably could have simply because it looked like Alabama with their 14-point lead going into the fourth quarter was starting to run out of juice and run out of gas. There was a lot of hype with the Tide. This was supposed to be the greatest defense in the history of college football. You know, this was the team that didn't trail once in the fourth quarter. This was the team that really wasn't challenged but once. And I would say that challenge was when they were in Oxford playing against Old Miss when Old Miss was just chunking the ball up and the Tide in the first half couldn't stop them. But they found a way to stop them in the second half. The Tide ran against a team that was on equal footing. Equal, uh, how can I say this? This team was, talent-wise, on the same level as the Tide. And you got to give it up to them. Post-game, the coach of the Clemson Tigers, Dabble Sweeney, said, quote, You can't make it up, man. Close quote. No, you really can't make this up. What you also can't do is short-sight this game. This is one of the best national championship games that's ever been played. Without question. Now, in terms of all-time, for me, it's not the best all-time that I've ever watched. That honor still goes to the game that we saw in the Rose Bowl 11 years ago when we saw Vince Young on 4th and 5 from the USC 10 scramble to the right and squeeze ever so tightly at the right corner of the end zone, leaping into the press portion of the of the back part of the end zone and then celebrating with a few fans in the stands. Still, to me, that's the best national national championship college football game I've ever laid my eyes on. And I don't think I've seen one that has... I definitely haven't seen one that's eclipsed it, but I think I may have seen one that comes very close to equaling it. And hats off to, to Hurts, the Alabama quarterback. He just was off the whole game until when they really needed him. On their last drive, he put it together, he was composed, and then he had this improbable scramble for a touchdown with about 230 left in the game to put the tight up 3128 i mean we saw some wonderful plays and hopefully we will see more of these wonderful athletes in the future this will not be the last we'll hear of saban this might be the last we'll hear from swinney in a bit but i don't think this will be the last we'll hear of swinney period we shall see but that's not all i have to talk about in fact i want to talk about someone on clemson in the next segment coming up We're going to put a worthy subject with a Clemson person upon further review. Be right back.
from analysts to journalists to athletes and to all sports personalities in between. Join us as you get an up close and personal look at how things are behind the scenes of sports. Cold Sports presents Conversations. Follow along with us as we get to ask the questions that you have always wanted to ask and you get the answers that you demand from the sports personalities themselves. Cold Sports presents Conversations on ColdSports.com and other social media outlets. Do you want t-shirts? I know everyone wants t-shirts. Do you want jerseys? I know there's a few of you that do. Do you want varsity jackets? Yes, I even have that along with hats and scullies. And you know what? I'll even throw in a travel bag. Cold Sports has a store. That's right. The podcast that's taken the world by storm actually has merchandise. Come on in, browse, get something of quality and leave satisfied as you get to pump the brand that is taking over the podcast game. The Cold Sports Shopping Center is at coldsports.com and it is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Come on down to the Cold Sports Store right now. Coming up on the next episode of Cold Sports, we're going to preview all four games of the NFL Divisional Round, the best round of football anywhere on the planet. We're going to put that under a preview of sorts. We're, of course, going to award the Dole of the Week, and we're going to put another subject upon further review, as we always do. That's for the episode to come. We're not done with this one, and because we're not, I'm honored to put this subject upon further review. Quote, I felt grown having my own room. Just having my own bed, not really being squished, not really worrying about someone sneaking up on me. It was a great moment, a special moment. Closed quote. Now, those words came out of the the mouth of Clemson starting quarterback, or I should say now, close to former Clemson starting quarterback Deshaun Watson. Now, why am I saying those words? And you're probably saying, well, wait a minute. He didn't say that, you know, in the post game and in the days after the game, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. But he did say it very recently. You see, Watson has a tie to the NFL. No, not by family. No, he has a tie to the NFL 
by one of the most endearing athletes I have ever known. One of the greatest athletes of the philanthropic nature I have ever known. And that man's name is Warwick Dunn. And for those who are not familiar with Mr. Dunn, one of his promises he made to his mother when he got into the NFL from Florida State was he was going to get his mother a house. His mother was a single parent. He just took that charge upon him and he bought his mother a house as soon he was able, as soon as he was able to do so. Now, of course, you're thinking, well, I've heard this story before, right? I mean, almost every almost every NFL player buys his mother a house. What's the what's the news with that? Uh, I understand that. I, I totally understand that cynicism. But what made this special was that Dunn had the bright idea and he had the the heart to want to do so to start what he called the War Dunn Charities. And this was a program he started and it was aimed to provide affordable housing for families in need, mostly single parent homes and particularly single mother homes. So over the years, and this is an article that I, I love to read uh, from the Buccaneers.com website. Thank you, Buccaneers.com. It has turned out over the years that Dunn has provided these types of homes for 150 families. One of them happened to be the mother of Deshaun Watson's. And in that home, you, you got a sense that Watson dreamt of moments like Monday night. Dreamt of being on that stage and, and leading his team. His team was down four and... He had the chance to win, or at least in this case, three. And he had the chance to at least drive his team down the field to tie or even throw the touchdown pass to win. And he did that. Think of all those times that he probably daydreamed in that house to pull to pull off what he pulled off this Monday. The thing I love about this story is that you just never know whose lives you touch. You never know. You never know. You don't you don't have an idea. Because this happened 10 years ago. Now, Watson is from near I don't say nearby, but uh, in a off distant suburb of Atlanta called Gainesville and family was in need mother got the house and it wasn't just a house the house and this is how Dunn works he doesn't just give you the house he gives you the house with it fully furnished with beds with sofas with tables with chairs see these are athletes that I want to have represent me these are the athletes I want to see on the gridiron on the court on the diamond in the pool on the links I want athletes that really care about the human being and the human beings on this planet 
because we get the chance to see the the supernatural things on their chosen field of combat or competition but what makes them truly extraordinary what makes them truly a champion is the heart that they have to want to serve and give back and pay forward what they have to others Warwick Dunn showed that he was a superhero just by giving and caring I pray that Mr. Watson when he gets into the NFL is cut of the same cloth as one Mr. Warwick Dunn he had a chance to have it given to him and hopefully his heart is rich enough to give it to some other family in need. If you happen to like this episode or any previous episode to this one, specials or regular, why don't you can follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports, that's sports, with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook. That's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also make your voice heard in the Cole Sports VIP room. Again, on Facebook. And again, that is sports with a Z. Or to my Canadian friends, I got you. Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on all social media platforms like Stitcher, like SoundCloud, like Google Play, like Instagram. Like, share, follow comment do whatever you like all I ask all I ask is that you do one simple thing and that is enjoy the content come follow me on coldsports.com that's coldsports.com that's coldsports.com and you'll catch your latest episode blog commercial or video Come on down. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is... Cole Sports! You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.